0: Well, well, well. Hello, everybody. This is a big day. Huge day. Quite possibly our biggest day. Our biggest get ever. Yeah. We have with us get live. <laughs> oh. oh, girl. Girl, you are. out of here. We've literally had family members only up until now. <laughs> it's true. Is that You're true? Our only get. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, my gosh. I am very honored. I'm actually really nervous.
2: Uh, please, we are nervous. Yeah. Uh, Full disclosure, Chandler and I went to go drop off our niece, or pick up our niece and nephew before we did this, and Chandler was like, you're getting in the car with me, and we're going to talk about how we're doing this episode, and and what we're going to say, so anyway, we are nervous. (laughs)
1: Well, that's really nice of you, because I'm really... Really, really lame. I think people are kind of actually like surprised when they meet me. They're like, "Oh, you actually like are as lame as you say." (laughs) I'm like, "Yeah, no, it's not an act."
0: Oh my gosh. absolutely
2: not. So, a little background for the for anyone who doesn't follow you on Instagram, Mm -hmm. which I can't imagine that because most of our people who listen to this podcast are very deep in Utah culture, right? So, I can't imagine they wouldn't be following you. But if they haven't, you went viral. First of all, let's say your name and oh, your yeah. account. You're yes. Maddie. <laughs> Who is she? Maddie of the Bad Broadcast is with us today and you went absolutely viral when you released a video about like basically being a Utop ride. Uh-huh. I
1: actually I saw that question on the outline and I I thought you were like I thought you were joking cuz I don't think I went viral. I don't I don't think that happened. I mean
2: I was, wait, I literally had on the, my next question was going to be Chandler, what's it feel like to not go viral? So if you haven't gone viral, then we have, you know.
1: I thought you were like kind of roasting me. And I was like, I like that. I like that she's like, like roasting me a little bit. But I didn't, I mean, it got, it definitely, got, it got some steam.
0: Yeah. Multiple people sent it to me. So in my opinion, that's viral. That's,
1: I'll take it. I'll take that. That's fine. Right. I'll say you that. You went now.
0: viral. This is a part of your history this is my story your truth this is my Absolutely. authentic
1: self. it was just my authentic self
2: the rest may still be unwritten but this is part <laughs> yeah. of your history i, I just oh i
1: stood in my power and i just felt <laughs> my... <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how to finish that
2: it's really your truth we're talking about yeah, not necessarily the truth exactly mm-hmm. exactly Wait, so what was that experience like? Because Chandler and I have been slogging along for nine months now, and I would say we've gotten some traction, <laughs> but we have not gone viral. So I would love to know what it's like to ha- release something and just have it go crazy.
1: So it was weird because every step of this process, I have, like, I say this a lot, and I think I'm a broken record at this point because it's in all of my episodes and all of, and I keep saying it, but like, I literally, I take a step and I have, no idea what's happening and like, what will happen next. And then the next step will come and I'll be like, cool, I'll do that, I guess now. And then I just try and do that. So I had been making like IGTV videos and I had started the podcast and I was like, I just didn't really have a direction, but I was driving one day and I was like, I had seen Caitlin Riley. I don't know if you guys follow her on TikTok or on Instagram. I had seen her bride video. And I was like, that would be so funny if I could do that for a Utah bride, because there's obviously we all know there's no bride like Utah bride. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I obvi- I totally was inspired by her and I like I tried to give her as much credit as I possibly could. But uh yeah, and then I posted it and then right away it started gro- like growing quicker than my other ones. And then mm-hmm. it was like my first big like surge of people that were that were coming to look at my stuff. And I remember like the next two days I was like, yeah, I got to quit because like, I can't, I can't do this. This is not what I want to do. I don't, I can't handle this many people like looking at my stuff and like, I'm not even, I'm not even shy. Like, I don't, I don't care about that. I was just like, I, I don't know. I felt really nervous about it. And then I still am. And that's, that's where I am.
2: (laughs) I feel like I am actually the opposite of that which is that I'm like a quickly aging starlet like still waiting in the wings like waiting for the audience to arrive like waiting for the lights to come on waiting to enjoy the spotlight um but that's I mean yeah no Uh, and
1: I'm not even like trying to be like cute about it and be like it's just oh my gosh it just like happened to me because I first of all I'm the youngest of eight kids and I'm the only girl so I'm like I like like I crave like that Delicious attention. Like I am not at all trying to play it cool, but it was just a really weird feeling that I was like, "Oh, if I post my breakfast, like ten thousand people are gonna see it." Yeah. That was just a weird thing to think about, and it just—I think it just started to make me more nervous than anything.
0: I, I definitely like it and relate to that. I feel like on a much smaller scale. Like anytime we've done something and we've gotten like somewhat of a push or like a rush of people, yeah. like I've instantly had the knee-jerk reaction to be like, all right, we should just delete this whole thing. Let's go out on a high. No, Let's move totally. forward. And
1: I always think, oh my gosh, what if I have to talk about this personal thing in my life? Or what if th- my ex-boyfriend says something about me and then all these people? I was like, no one. And then I I remember that nobody cared. <laughs> no one. It seems like a big audience. And then I look at, cause it's just, it's always grass is always greener, but I like look at other Mm -hmm. accounts and I'm like, oh, my account, I'm so small. Like my plays are small. My followers are small. Like I'm just this little tiny account. But when I look back six months ago, I'm like, wow, what I would have given for just to hit like 1200 followers. That was all I wanted.
2: Well, I think it's interesting. I mean, we, Even just having a tiny, we have a really small niche audience. They're amazing and they're so fun. But even just having like some people who like what you're doing and it's you're always relative to other people, you're a lot bigger, a lot smaller. But even just having an audience, it actually, it is such a fun thing, but you also do have this level of pressure. Like, okay, are we going to say the right thing? Are we going to disappoint people? Totally. Especially in the current environment. Chandler's like our, I don't know. But Chandler, how would you describe yourself?
0: I mean, I don't believe in cancel culture, but I... She doesn't want us to get canceled. I don't want us to get canceled. And I think, like, you know, there's... You just, like, have to be, you know, honest, but also considerate and, like, recognize your own blind spots when you're just, like, talking openly to your sister. And I think that's been a little bit of, like, a learning experience for Lauren and I.
1: Because you want, like, your account and your podcast to be, like... A judgment free area right. on yourself and then you're like oh it's actually totally not also you guys are being very weirdly modest because you guys are super successful and people DM me all the time they're like why are you not on this I was like no, way. Honestly, oh, no seriously first okay this is you can cut this out if you want but we had scheduled and then I had posted something about that I didn't like Trump obviously and then you guys canceled and I was like oh they don't like me anymore <laughs>
2: no that's definitely not the oh case. gosh big I was like, I was Honestly, like, no and
1: then i think i followed one of your personal accounts and i was like oh, okay i think we're good but i was like yeah they probably just i don't know why i was like oh they probably don't want to they just don't want to like deal with it so i thought no. we were friends oh, no. No. Never. I know.
2: oh my god never
0: never never no we are definitely Biden friends until the day i die, die. We come from a long line of Trump supporters, and by Trump supporters, I mean our parents. Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't have that situation happening, but a lot of people do.
0: Count your lucky stars.
2: Yeah. You cannot even... I guess you can imagine what it's like if your husband has Trump supporters as his parents. And Uh not to say that all Trump supporters are alike at all. And i totally... This is, I guess, my politically correct disclaimer. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, hey, Lauren,
0: you're doing my job. Thank you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I want our society to be built on civil discourse. So I definitely don't think that everyone needs to believe the same thing. But there's a certain experience of feeling like your parents have become Facebook zombies. Excuse where... me? Watch your mouth. Are you? Is this not accurate? Like, I'm mean... feeling like your parents are completely, they're just saying exactly what is being They're like. A, they're like them.
1: entrenched in it
2: yeah, yeah. Like so deep okay so deep maddie that my mom and i right now have a 250 dollars bet that biden i say that he will be confirmed president on january 20th and inaugurated or i don't know if you can use that, that word that way <laughs> right but um and she says that he definitely will not and there's 250 dollars riding on this bet wait
1: are we cutting this out or are we keeping this in? i
2: think
0: we should keep it in
1: okay that's perfect i just didn't know what what level we get to here
0: Oh, we get to this level. Regularly, we, we drag our mom. In the most respectful <laughs> way, because we love her. But no, she actually sent a text to our other sister, or sorry, to Wyatt, that said the Constitution will prove this out. And I'm like, what the hell does the Constitution have to do with any of this?
1: <laughs> You're like, wait, are we? Sometimes I'm like, I think we read different Constitutions. Yes.
0: <laughs> like, sometimes I'm like, that's not even the
1: one I've read. Did I get, like, the abridged version? I'm or? sorry.
0: Like the great oh illustrated God. classics, like, yeah.
1: And- Knowing myself, that's definitely what I read.
2: Well, after the electoral college vote today, I texted her and I said I sent her a link, like basically saying he was confirmed. And I was like, "Should you Venmo me now? PayPal is cool too." <laughs> and all she wrote back was January twentieth. Oh my
1: so. gosh! It's like the su- it's like a Super Bowl bet. You guys are like cashing <laughs> in. Yeah
0: totally that is you know, those, hilarious those votes could come out january 19th he's just waiting for his moment to strike right
1: because blah, blah, blah. he's when... some he's got something up his sleeve he's a genius <laughs> he's a genius he always knows
0: <laughs> the art of the deal or whatever the thing, the thing that
1: always whatever we'll just go here i don't even care anymore the thing that like always baffles me is that is the mentality of like every everybody's bad everybody's evil evil except donald trump Like that's I'm like, okay, wait. So how did you come to the conclusion that everybody is a billionaire satanic baby eater? But like the (laughs) one person (laughs) who isn't is that's the person you chose of all the people. But like,
0: oh, and then they'll cite like the fact that he doesn't drink as like he's this morally like sanctified man, or that he doesn't drink,
1: or that he's dated a black woman. They're like I'm like oh my gosh yeah no I can't we could do a whole episode I don't ever get into this on my podcast so this is probably whatever
2: (laughs) I have to say one like Tom Hanks Tom Hanks is bad Bill Gates is bad Oprah they're all terrible evil people but Donald Trump who had that famous line he'd grab women by the not even gonna say it because I don't want my mom to get mad at me for using a off-color word right but anyway like the fact that somehow they're Trump apologists it's crazy but that said I do think it's super interesting, and I was listening to your episode 25, your Q&A, kind of talking, like, real talk, um, being a little critical and just telling you like it is. I could not believe how hard you went on Utah culture.
1: Okay, that is so funny because I was like, I honestly, that was like the most baseline surface level, uh, like, glimpse into uh, how I feel. (laughs) it was that... like, like I could have done. I mean, I I I don't say because people always always give me that feedback. They're like, I can't believe how how open you are. I was like, I I feel like I would maybe I would shake several cores if I like yeah. said as much as I thought.
2: We had a question or not a question, but in our one of our episodes, we talked about the when Heather Gay on Real Housewives. Oh my gosh, night. she
1: got on my live last night.
0: No. she did I swear. Oh
1: I got on. I never do Instagram lives, but I was just bored. And I got on and I was just like chatting with people, Heather Gay comments. And I was like, why oh. is Heather Gay commenting on my life? And I was so I requested her to be in my video. And she was like, I don't think I can do it like I contracts, or whatever. And I was like, I won't oh. ask you any Real Housewives anything. Yeah. We'll just talk about like Salt Lake and Christmas and whatever. Just like, yeah, she requested me in my life. She was damn cool for, no for like, way. 25 minutes. She sat and talked Ugh. to me
0: oh my gosh wait, that's epic i Chandler know. and i would have been too afraid yeah literally. we would never have we would have deleted her. our instagram immediately. no i
1: nearly pooped my pants but i was like this is a, the beginning of a blossoming friendship so i really tried to keep my cool <sighs> and anyways i just had to interject that i that she's my best friend
2: i okay if you think you haven't hit the big times i don't know what to tell you anymore <laughs> but um <laughs> <I only laughs> but we were tra- away
1: from daddy andy okay <laughs> oh my wait, gosh wait,
2: who is daddy andy Daddy Andy, Andy Cohen?
1: Cohen. Oh, yeah. oh,
2: Daddy Andy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's probably. Yeah. you're gonna be on Watch What Happens Live tomorrow for sure. Like, I know. You're
1: going when, to- when this group needs a Leah, somebody who's like younger and poor, I feel like I'm that <laughs> one. Leah's not oh poor, my but when you need, she, she wearing I like
0: mean, a, a mesh bucket hat. Oh no, yeah, just like spicey. Liven
1: it up a little bit. Yeah, like I'm available. Okay. Anyway, so you guys were talking about when she was.
2: We were just talking about – she talked on Real Housewives of Salt Lake about Utah culture perfection. And, like, Chandler and I – so I live in – I used to live in Orange County. I just moved – Chandler lives in San Francisco. We've both been out of Utah for like three years plus. Mm -hmm. At this point, me five years. And so I was like, wait, I had a ton of quirky friends in Utah. Like some of my friends shopped at Salvation Army and like DI and had quirky outfits.
1: They like wore corduroy and like (laughs) banties.
2: Totally. Yeah. And so, and I was just thinking like, it's not a culture of perfection. Like that's just a subculture of it. Like there's lots of different people that make up Utah. And I so when we were talked about on the podcast, we were totally just like apologizing for Utah and like, Oh yeah, it's not really there isn't like this culture of perfection. And then even being here for a week talked about this on our Patreon episode already the culture of perfection somehow it's seeped into my brain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it does it's actually sick and dark it always does
1: yeah it's uh yeah it's not an easy place to live and I say that with like all the love in my heart like I said this in my episode like it's like if your best friend had the flu you're not like hey I no longer want to be your best friend like it's like you want to do everything you can to help them feel better like you want to take mm-hmm. them you know, whatever they need. And I feel that way about Utah because I'm from here and I've lived here for, I mean, all of my life. I wasn't born here, but pretty much might as well have been. And, um, I love it. Like, I love Utah so much. I, I will always have, I mean, obviously it's my home, not a hot take. I love it here, but, uh, there's a lot to improve and i feel like there's a lot of a lot of there's some some illness <laughs> that needs yeah. you know like some help and i just think that it doesn't do anybody any good for us to be like no it's totally fine like we're all fine here what do you mean
0: i feel like i'm 25 single like for some for whatever reason when i'm oh, in yeah. san francisco you've got
1: dusty ovaries here yes.
0: <laughs> when i'm in san francisco i literally feel like i don't know why i'm making this connection but i feel like aoc i'm just like a woman on top of her game Mm -hmm. okay but when i'm here for whatever reason like i've had several breakdowns about being alone at christmas and i don't even think like in my normal life but like i'm here and it's it's back it's really bad yeah
1: lauren are you are you married are you single i'm engaged oh you're engaged oh oh yeah yeah yeah. i saw your wedding planning thingy 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 um yeah yeah no it's oh sorry go ahead
2: Oh, no, I was going to say on that topic, like when I was 24, I was lived here and I was dating someone who was totally wrong for me. And I was telling my, my family, I was at this like group dinner with a couple families and I was just in the backyard, like at this like perfectly nice evening dinner. And we were just all having a nice dinner. And they're like, how's it going with Matt? I guess I'll say his name. And anyway, Hi, I was Matt. like –
1: I married a Matt. Is it the same? Is it the same Matt?
2: I think it's a different person. Okay,
1: I wish it was the same so bad.
2: <laughs> that would make this whole podcast so much more interesting. That would. But anyway, like I basically was like, yeah, I guess we're just like probably not right for each other, like in every way that matters. But you know, and then I just started crying, and I was like, but I just, I don't know that I could be single twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I yeah, I remember thinking like when I was. I was well, I was 17 when I graduated high school. And I remember I was like, if I don't have two kids in five years, I will leave the country (laughs) like i not going to be okay. And now I'm 27 and I'm like, oh, that doesn't feel like I am close to even addressing the topic of getting ready to think about having kids. (laughs) We're not even there yet.
2: It is baffling to me that people get married so young here, and the pressure is so intense, and then they do have multiple children before they even hit their mid-20s. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I even say that. i like... I just find it to be like dumb luck that I married who I did because we did not know each other. Like we truly didn't we didn't know each other. Like we were strangers and we were 23 and we were strangers even though we had been friends for like 3 years before that. Like oh, I look I look back we've now been together together almost 5 years and still I'm like we what i didn't even know anything about you and i was like sure let's get married (laughs) like who told me that was a good idea literally every single person around me they were like yes this is good people (laughs) were even people were like geez it's been a long time like you guys know everything you need to know
2: (laughs) well how long did you date for a year a year that's a long time that's a long time it's like
1: and it was not it was not even close to long enough Like, seriously, it was not, and... I mean, I could, yeah, anyways, we could do a million different things over, but I'm, I'm happy and lucky that it's working and that we've grown together mm-hmm. and changed together. And that like, we can have that conversation of like, wow, we were young then we're still young now we're changing in a lot of different ways. And I, I feel, yeah, I feel like a lot of people just can't have those, con- I mean, this is sorry, this is kind of a sidetrack, but I feel like a lot of people just can't have those conversations with their spouse. And I even have a lot of friends that are like, oh my gosh, I would never, you know, talk to my husband about that if my opinion changed on this or that or that like mm-hmm. I would never and I'm like oof, like because you guys got married when you were 22 you're you have a lot of life changes coming your yeah. way yeah. And it seems like if you don't feel comfortable going to your spouse and saying hey I'm changing and I want I want to change and I hope you support that you know you guys get it so it's just crazy it's crazy crazy crazy
2: well, the person that you think you are at 22 or 23, I just think that you're really lucky if you're self aware at that age to really know who you are and know what's important to you. Absolutely I was not. Absolutely. Yet. Neither was I. I
1: was I was an intern in Washington D.C. T- 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 in Washington D.C. for a uh, very Republican <laughs> congressman, <laughs> like thinking that I was gonna like go to. I was going to go back to UVU and, like, hopefully marry somebody. And, like, if I was lucky, we would, like, get to live in Orem our whole life. Like, that was really what my heart wanted at that age.
2: Yeah. Obviously, that's
1: not the path I'm on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So tell me about, like, where the idea about the bad broadcast came and, like, where that name came from.
1: So I've always just – I've always just bounced around from thing to thing to thing. I mean, and anybody in my life can tell you that. Like, I've never – really known what I was going to do. I've had every different like major and part-time job and quote unquote passion like that you can ever have. And again, luckily I married somebody who was cool with me doing all of that and changing in a bunch of different ways. And this was like last year, maybe like a year and a half ish ago, we were living in downtown Salt Lake and I was working at a bakery. I was like, a I was a barista and I was like, I think I just want to start something. I don't know what it is. I want to just, I want to, I didn't know, I had no idea what it could be. I was like, maybe I'll do a blog of the top five things I hated this week. I wanted something that was like a little bit like cheeky and a little bit negative, (laughs) like something that just felt a little bit different.
0: I like, no, sorry, interjection. No, where, like I great. knew we were like kindred souls when you also like one of your taglines was about your like love of complaining because. Oh like, yeah, no, I love it. Yeah. Anyways, sorry, yeah. continue. Yeah.
1: So I knew I wanted to do something like that and I knew my mom would not be happy if I had bitch anywhere in it. Like she <laughs> oh, probably would have, we call that, that's one of our lower tier swear words that she's heard me say that we're okay with, but I don't know if she, she would be okay with it in the title of anything. Sure. So I was like, well, that'd be cool if I could do broad. Like, it's kind of a cool name for a woman. Like, I like it. And then I was like, I like oh. it just kind of. Went- yeah. I went from like there to, oh, it's- it'd be cool to do a broadcast. You know, I've never heard anybody use like the word broadcast. Like, I didn't think anybody was using it. And then I liked that it was a little versatile with bad because then i was i was thinking like oh if i collaborate with people i can change it to like like i just did the post accessories collaboration i was like oh i can call it like the post broadcast and like i i liked that it was a little bit uh versatile like that that's a random answer and uh but that's kind of was my mindset when i thought of it and then i was like cool bad i'll talk about things that bug me you know
0: it's perfect it's truly a perfect name
1: Well, that's really nice because I had the Instagram for like probably six months before I was going to do anything with it. I was like, what is, what even is this? Like, I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. That's amazing that you had the foresight to do that. Well, it was mainly just me being like really, uh, well, hopeful. But also a little bit like delusional, <laughs> like oh the time I was like. But I really, I felt like I could make something work. I didn't know what it was going to be, but I just had a a desire to do it. And I was like, if somebody can just hear me out for a second, I yeah. think I can make this work.
2: I think what's interesting is like I you you're pretty open. I've like heard you talk about the fact that you did the comedy writing class, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I feel like trying to put out things that that people think are funny and like trying to learn the skills of comedy and like what actually makes a joke land what the basically the formula is it really I don't think that there's any shame in being like no I'm actually a person who's going to try to put out something good that people will enjoy
1: and like totally and I liked the thought that like like I really people ask me like what the best part or like most rewarding or whatever and honestly I get the most joy out of feeling like I'm like a fun part of somebody's life like that's really all Uh I care about is that like if somebody like in somebody's day-to-day life that like they can look at my stuff and it's like a like in a roundabout way a positive part of their day that I'm like that's the most fun thing to me to be like somebody's friend who made them smile is like my favorite feeling in the entire world
0: Totally. I mean, yeah, you're very good at it as well, truly. Well,
1: I also just, like, think I'm probably, like, funnier than I am, but...
0: (laughs) I mean, you know... I don't know if you ever get this way but like I definitely I, I'd like to think of myself that way and I think like Lauren would feel the same way but after we record sometimes do you ever get this oh my god! like we will record a full episode and there will be great moments there will you know obviously be some lulls but then no matter what basically without a doubt every episode after we like hit stop recording <laughs> we both just kind of like sigh and we're like was that even funny.
1: I literally, am having that moment, like, as we're speaking right now, like, I'm honestly like, can you guys just delete me from here back? Let's start over. I really, I don't like the sound of my voice. And I don't really like listening to myself tell jokes. And especially I hate filming myself. And that is all I do. That is now my full time job is listening to my voice.
2: Oh, my God.
1: And looking at myself. (laughs) And I, I really don't enjoy it and I am a narcissist kind of. like I thought I would be really oh, wow. into it and I'm like, get this chick out of my life.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: I, I say it all the time, but things things get weird when you have a microphone in your face.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm even like just real talk like I'm bad at like Lauren's pretty good at like front-facing camera material and like for whatever reason like, I feel like I'm a confident person. And then the minute that camera is facing my face, I'm just like, I'm out. Like I can't, yeah. I kind of freeze up. I need to like take a beta blocker before I do a story or something.
2: Yeah. I feel like front facing camera is a little bit ambiguous of a phrase. I think Chandler just means like talking oh, sure. to the camera into a story and like, just like basically yeah. trying and like just being casual with it. Like for some reason, Chandler is not comfortable with that. And I'm extremely shameless.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've definitely become more shameless. And honestly, I found it to be like a really pure form of feminism to like stick up for myself when I feel like I shouldn't be performing. Like because sometimes like every single time, I mean, and to this day, I mean, I film myself and I have 407 different critiques and I'm like, no, like this is that's part of like being a woman who's like, okay, taking up, taking up space, whatever, you know what I mean? Taking up space, showing Showing, you guys know what I mean.
0: No, this is yeah. incredible. This is like unlocking something for me. Yeah,
1: no, like- and that's and that's I'm. Re- can you tell I'm reading Untamed right now? I'm like feeling very. <laughs> oil is like cursing yeah.
0: through. You. <laughs>
1: yes, there's like a fire in my, in my uterus. Um, but uh, no, I. So I feel like kind of a power trip when I can when I can beat that when I can feel like. No, like I'm not going to let somebody tell me that I need to put on makeup or I need to. I mean, for my first like six months of doing stuff, I was like, I would not even attempt to do anything without makeup on. And now I, I've, I haven't thought about that in a long time. And that feels like a personal accomplishment to be like, yes,
2: mm-hmm. I don't
1: need that validation from people anymore.
2: Yeah, I think that like even just... Uh, as a honest woman on social media, I have to say, like, it really is really hard for me not to post a story without a Paris filter. Oh. I don't know what that says about my soul, but not good things.
1: No, it's not even that's not even you. I mean, that's like what we're told, right? Like, that's what. Yeah. And we all do it to each other on social media. And it's yep. a lot of, you know, hard work to on or to rewire yeah. that thought. But yeah, that's society. Had... That's society, man.
2: Honestly, I feel like if I have any message for anyone out there it's that like just unless people are being super honest and just they're like you and they don't care and they're like no like I'm not going to put out the most idealized version of myself like no one looks how they look on Instagram oh, like no. In myself no, included. Yeah, no, no. like oh. if you, if you think I have glowing skin and car lighting with a
0: Paris filter that's car lighting and a Paris filter it's not my skin. No, like,
1: totally. listeners
0: lauren has been in her pajamas and wearing my robe from h&m all day long all day long she's been in her pajamas
1: yeah and that's like i just yeah i mean that's a whole other thing that we can get into i mean we kind of veered off of the perfectionism culture but that was like my personal form of like anarchy from the perfectionism culture is that i was like i'm not gonna like I'm going to try not to harp on it and like talk about it all the time. I'm just going to do it this way. And hopefully yeah. some chick out there watching will be like, hey, I'm going to like leave the house in sweats today. And that's like my own. That's like yeah. a, a victory.
0: I feel like I just went to therapy. Like, should I do you? you like $175? Oh my- because yeah.
1: yeah, you should. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that
1: is uh,
2: if, that, if that was therapy, we're not headed
1: in a good direction.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. No, it was great.
2: I was telling Chandler earlier today on our Patreon app, like I even just landing here and being here for two weeks, I was like, what if me and my fiance, what if we get like pics taken? Like I had this like sentence running through my brain. Like, what if we just have some really nice crisp photos taken? And then like, it was like warning lights, like air, air, air. Why? (laughs) Like cannot compute. This this is the corniest thing that you've ever thought about and thought was a good idea.
1: No, and it's honestly why I love... I mean, it is Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, my favorite uh franchise to ever exist. No, but I love it for a lot of reasons, because and I told Heather this on my live last night. I was like, I just want some. sort. I don't even care what the representation of Utah women is, as long as it's different than what I've seen, like as long as it's something else, like just give me a, a small look into somebody else's life that is not Rachel Parcel.
0: Yes.
2: Right. Someone like someone to represent Utah. I mean, TBH, uh, none of those women represent even close to my Utah experience, which they definitely like don't need to or whatever. But like Rachel Powersell, I feel like that is the Utah culture, at least that I feel the most like it's the most prevalent. So it is cool that these women are representing this totally different side of Utah. Totally. And
1: to go off of what you said, when you're like, none of these women represent my experience, like same, M- mine either. But I feel that same way about Rachel Parcel, because that's not that yeah. wasn't what I experienced either. So when oh, no. Rachel Parcel is, I shouldn't name names, whatever, when she's <laughs> uh, like on our Instagram stories, like, I wish they had somebody who really represented the Utah experience. I'm like, but you don't do that for me. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, how can you nominate yourself as like the only person who can experience it because your way is what you consider to be the right way? Like,
0: Wait, I didn't even know that she was like dragging Real House of Salt Lake City. Oh,
1: she dragged the hell out of it for like three really? days. No yeah. way. And they're going to be on it. I guarantee you.
0: Oh, my Interesting. God. I guarantee You're you, her and her sister. Outside. Yeah,
1: I guarantee you. At least, like, prominent friends of. This is on no authority. This is on literally just my brain. But uh, yeah. I would be shocked if they weren't. I, I feel like I, somebody, I did have some sort of intel that somebody DM'd me and said they just submitted their application again. Because you have to apply for it.
2: Stop. I mean, I feel like I would want them to be on. I would want, I would want to watch them like just for the curiosity factor. I don't follow either of them on Instagram. They represent like a certain subset of Instagram culture that I'm not super compelled by, but I do think that I would be compelled by the behind the scenes of it all.
1: Yeah. And I think that I am compelled by those who are compelled by it. <laughs>
2: exactly. Like exactly. I'm like, like, I'm
1: so it's so not interesting to me. And it's like, just not something I, I want to spend my time looking at or investing my life in but I am compelled by the millions of people that do yeah like that's a really interesting thing to me it's all it's all interesting and then if they're on it I'll totally watch it I'm not saying that it would be a bad thing and to be honest I really don't know what the truth is and if they'll be on it I hope nobody like i mean it's yeah
0: yeah <laughs> no lawsuits will happen after this rest <laughs> assured am
1: like the worst podcast guest at the end of every sentence i'm like whatever just cut it out i don't even care
2: uh, yeah well, well this this podcast is gonna be chopped up into like no now like no proper nouns are gonna be
1: used <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be like bleep bleep, yeah, you bleep. Can cut literally anything if at the end of this you're like she was really not what we thought let's cut it all <laughs>
2: No, I think it's good. I think it's like I think I just think it's a good important discussion and you know, if people are compelled by that if they do like it, like that is fascinating to me too and there's nothing necessarily wrong with liking it. It's just it's just all interesting. Right. I mean, yeah. I
0: follow influencers who are like who like live in one room shacks in Maine and like that's their vibe. And I'm yeah. like I like don't want any part of that life, but for some reason I like gobble it up every time totally. like she has a story. Totally. So no, you know, it's a, it's an
1: interesting, it's just yeah, it's a weird, it's a really weird world.
0: <laughs> um, okay, I have to know. So yeah. Heather was on your live last night. I hope this yes. doesn't. Maybe this will influence your decision. Maybe it won't. Who's your favorite? Who are you loving? Maybe you no, don't even I have a
1: favorite. I actually really did love Heather before I met her on live. Okay, okay. I think she, she's probably who I. I'm trying to think. I uh, can I do nominate Brooks as my Ugh, favorite oh yeah. character. What an
0: absolute star, breakout star, hundred percent. Yeah, and
1: I really, I mean, Meredith is fine. I find her fine, and nobody else uh, that I love yet, except I really, I really have loved Heather from the beginning.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heather definitely has fan favorite energy, like right off the bat.
1: Totally. Mm-hmm. Like I think she. I mean, there's you. We all know that there's like a smart way to play Real Housewives to get that job security, and I feel like Heather is probably going to be here for a while. I feel like Jen will probably be here for a while. Um, it'll be interesting to see where the other women go because, yeah, Yeah.
0: I don't know. Jen's taking an interesting path to securing her her uh, her role next season.
1: Definitely, (laughs) definitely. Um, I mean, that
0: woman is leaving it all on the field.
1: Yeah, and I. Okay, wait, did you guys have Whitney on a couple weeks ago? Is that right? Oh, no,
2: You no. must think we are oh. much bigger than we are. <laughs> we like literally no. no. Oh, no, what you saw in oh, my yeah. story is that I had some insider tea about her that my friend texted me. That's all hearsay. Oh so, well, that I talked it, about on wait. our Patreon.
1: Oh, on your Patreon. Okay, I won't spoil it. Also, can you guys help me set up a Patreon? Okay, thanks. Um yeah, yeah.
2: That's, we definitely can because it's totally changed our podcast. It's, yes, changed it. That's yeah. what I'm you that's, have to do a Patreon. Yes,
1: that's what I'm what I'm trying to do. Um, I really do like I really do like Whitney. Whitney
2: to me is like Whitney to me is fine, night like seems nice enough, but for, in my opinion, is not housewife material. Yeah. I wanna see things that are larger than here's what I want. This is my ideal housewife. Okay. If if you're asking me to just be really honest with you and vulnerable, I'm going to tell you. Yeah.
1: Stand in your power. (laughs)
2: <laughs> this is my tr- this is my truth right yeah. now mm-hmm. i need a housewife who is so incredibly just like wealthy and larger than life and going through like an extremely emotional time in her life like a kim richards as an alcoholic that's a perfect housewife like has some <laughs> of the darkest like, housewife periods of all time yeah.
1: <laughs> that is what i pray we're getting with erica jane next season oh, for her divorce please. like i
2: want everything to be larger than life and i want real life drama mm-hmm
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: But I don't like Jen Shaw to me is larger than life fake drama, and Whitney is like has real drama, but it's not really larger than life. And so it's just I don't know. I need I need my boxes to be checked. No, for. I feel
1: you. I feel you with housewives. You definitely like nobody watches housewives for the relatability. Like people oh, yeah. are like, oh, that's so cool. I also have that couch. Like you want to watch it and be like, that couch is forty thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> like, you know. You want want like the Carol couch situation where it's like Jackie O's cousin grandma (laughs) gave me this couch when I married her grandson and she brought it over from Paris or whatever.
1: That's what I want.
0: Totally. But I
1: saw, I did see that uh, Andy Cohen tweeted that it's having like a, like people are really responding to it. Maybe he's lying, but they are already ready for a season two.
2: They are responding to Salt Lake. Like it's getting good ratings. Yeah. Okay. Good. That's so interesting. Do you listen to Heather McDonald's podcast? I Jersey don't. Scoop? No. Oh, it's a really good podcast. Highly I like, recommend
1: it. Like I think I follow her, and I'm, I I like her a
0: lot.
2: She, uh, Yeah, her podcast is, like, amazing. But all I'll say is, like, she talks about how she's basically, like, over it. She thinks it's so dumb. So I'm glad to know that it's actually
0: resonating well, with people and that we'll get a season two. Think, yeah. Jen Shaw is ruining it. Jen Shaw is the most contrived character, like – i've seen in a really long time i i mean i don't even want to watch her scenes i actually really like coach shaw talked about this earlier today i like him i don't like her i think she's bringing all the fake overproduced drama to the table and i think i don't yeah i i hope she actually gets booted
1: totally what i what i think is so funny is that and i i said this in probably my that episode 25 that you're talking about but uh The producers, or somebody came to the producers and they were like, hey, we should go to Salt Lake City. And they were like, why would we go to Salt Lake City? And then they aired the first episode and they saw the absolute uproar and they were like, Oh, that's that's why we chose Salt Lake City. Like when everybody's on their Instagram stories raging about every detail, I'm like, this is millions of dollars of free advertising. This is why they they want it. They were like, where can we piss the most people off? Maybe totally. the most, maybe the most highly religious area of the continental United States. And it worked. And people are like, I can't believe they would do this. I'm like, you are securing their next season just so you know <laughs> if you don't want it to happen here do- stop talking about it because yeah. Rachel Parcell posting about it to a million people is exactly what they wanted
2: like stop writing articles on medium okay like that's <laughs> what they want and
0: sharing it
1: or like can you believe how dramatic and that's what people are fascinated by I mean that's what people when people think about it they're like look at the response that their whole state is having to this one housewives franchise. That doesn't happen anywhere else. Like nowhere else do you have the entire state in shambles over what was said in one episode of the real housewives, you know?
2: Well, that's because Utah is just all about image and it's all Mm -hmm. about how we are perceived, how we look. It's not even about who you are at all, in my opinion, but a lot of it is just how you're perceived. And and that's actually like a very interesting thing about moving here. When I moved here at 20, I I had no concept of the idea of someone was Mormon like in their everyday life, but Mm -hmm. also did whatever they wanted in their everyday life too. Like in California, if you're a Mormon, you go to church, you don't drink alcohol, you don't drink coffee, you follow the rules, you're like a hardcore Mormon, like you live it. But like when I moved here, I had no concept of like all of these people who were like basically flouting the rules, but then going to church like twice a month and claiming to be Mormon. It was like to me, I I, I it didn't compute, but it just is interesting. Like people here, they're so obsessed with their image, even mm-hmm. if it isn't actually portraying who they are.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah no, it's it's uh sorry, I feel like
1: I'm repeating a lot of things that I said have said before, but uh like nowhere else will you find people who feel so entitled to other people's religious experiences yes like it always shocks me how many times people are in my dms asking me about and about every like things that are deeply personal and i'm like wait we are complete strangers but it's totally normal to like slide into somebody's dms and be like hey so how do you feel about uh your deity (laughs) Yeah, you know like it's it's just a really weird thing like I remember like I have uh siblings that live in California and Oregon and uh they had like a kid go on a mission and he came home like two weeks later and people were like that's so awesome he went for two whole weeks like that's so cool (laughs) like that's so cool he went and served people for two weeks and it's just yeah it makes me sad it makes me sad
0: I mean, it, yeah, it reminds me of, I mean, of Rachel Parcells, like, the uh, her recent post where a lot of people were getting upset about her, like, not oh, wearing geez. garments. Yeah. I don't know if we want to talk about this, but, like, I think that's a classic example. Maybe people can go do their own research, but that's a like a microcosm of like Mm -hmm. this this experience
1: yeah and it's hard to it's you don't get it till you get it you know Mm -hmm. it's hard to even explain to people who move here in their adult years because it's so interwoven into every single thing like I remember feeling this way before influencers when I was like 11 and 12 you know when I was an actual infant I felt that (laughs) way you know so it's just yeah it's interesting it's interesting
2: I always uh, went, you know, we've gotten that question a lot too, but I, I have always come at it from the f- perspective of like Mormonism is, is such an interesting religion to leave mm-hmm. and to purposefully say like, I'm no longer a part of this and I'm not interested in the, in not only not being a part of it, but not having no part of my identity associated with it. And like, I'm, I'm just not, I'm done. Like making that decision and exiting the church, it's such an interesting experience. And so I always, I always, I always like perceived that people were asking cuz they kind of were like are you out of it too? Like they yeah. wanted to they wanted to like also know that this person that maybe they liked like was also an outsider. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I have just like decided because I don't I I purposefully like just don't talk about my I don't talk about any personal experiences, any personal really anything and maybe one day that will that will happen, but as of right now, I When this kind of, when the bad broadcast started to kind of be more public, I was like, okay, there's going to be a lot of corners of my life that are no longer private. And like this Mm -hmm. one particular corner, which is my spirituality, I've decided that that's like me and that's like a form of intimacy almost for me, which I know it sounds weird and I don't mean to be like, I don't know if that comes across the way I want it to, but I was like, this is going to be now something that I'm going to, because it's been so public to my inner circle, my family, everybody's known every detail about every single thing I've ever felt about it. And I was like, now I'm going to like, like not do that.
0: (laughs) I think (laughs) it's totally fair to want to like protect some part of your life.
1: Totally. And I mean, and also, and maybe, maybe this is selfish. I don't know. But I'm like, I know that once I say a certain thing, or if I, you know, declare how I feel about something, I have now immediately alienated like a whole group of people. You know, like no matter, even if you don't mean to, like even if things are gentle and perfectly curated, I'm like I, I always, and that's just me being like a people pleaser. I think. Um, I mean, if we're being no, honest, it's totally it's super true, real, is that I'm like I, I, I don't even want to say, and it's why I talk about the gray area all the time because I'm like, if I declare black or white. Now whoever's on the other side, I feel like I've lost them. And that's me being – that's that's me being probably selfish and not wanting to disappoint anybody.
2: Well, I mean, it's just a – it's a real fear. Like, it's a real fear, mm-hmm. especially in Utah,
0: having, like, a primary Utah audience. So I totally, yeah. totally understand. I mean, I think it. you just also hope that your audience is, like, nuanced enough to see you as, like, a – as an entire person and not just, like – what you believe or what you don't believe.
1: Totally. And I also, I feel like I kind of accidentally fell into this because I mean, I talk about this in kind of like a roundabout way a lot. And I, I feel like I, I, I hope that in some way there's like, I've carved out like a little tiny area for girls who are like, Hey, I actually like want to maybe be in the gray area. I maybe like, feel this way about this and this way about that. And I have conflicting feelings and people that I love on both sides. And I mean, that's how I am. I have people who I love on both sides, people who I love and respect and trust and, and want in my life so bad. So I'm like, I hope that there's like this little weird corner where people are like, Hey, I'm just going to like, not, go anywhere and i'm just going to kind of sit in this like that's where i like to be and that's where i hope other people
0: honestly i love that like let's normalize like the gray area and like and be okay with it and not need to press people about it or you know like push them in in any certain direction
1: totally and with with spirituality and religion i'm like i hope I mean, for, for how I, this is turning way deeper than you guys probably <laughs> even—we even gotten to that crying question yet. And I have a list, but, uh, oh I'll just say this last thing about it is that I hope it's something that takes me my whole life to feel like, like confident in, you know, I, hope. I hope in my mid twenties, I'm not like, yep, I know everything about it. Right. You know, like, I hope that's totally. an area that I totally feel fine being like, I might be 85 and like, still not know you know anyway yeah. so there's my uh there's my there's my spirituality
0: um you're just a fountain of wisdom truly and i am just lucky to be near near it truly
1: oh my gosh not even stop making fun of me no just kidding <laughs>
0: no, I'm, I'm serious it's no, like everlasting up in here
1: it, it really is bridge <laughs> to terabithia
0: <laughs> yeah. um i do know i do want to hear your crying responses yeah
1: absolutely i would love to okay so you guys asked me where so who okay so So, chan you're the you're the crier you're club crying
0: i yeah i'm club crying um card carrying member i cry at work I mean, I used to cry in, you know, at my job at my desk. Mm-hmm. But now that I work virtually, I just cry in my room, which is just a, a classic crying space. But yeah, I I openly cried at my job, um, and it's I'm lucky that you know I'm still gainfully employed.
1: Yeah, it's I true. love that. I, yeah, I love crying. Really, really, really love yes. crying. I process pretty much every emotion with crying, and that's probably a result of being a little sister. That was like how I mm. communicated anything. So big crier, big crier.
2: Are you an ugly crier, or are you like a like s- sober tears fall from your face? As like you look stoically out the window. No, I
1: don't look like good. I like swell. Like I, my face okay, gets like okay. like I already have like a lot. When people are like, "Would you ever get filler?" I'm like, I'm looking for the opposite. I need to take <laughs> out. Like I have, yeah. Anyways, I have the chubbiest face, so when I cry, I just turn into like a swollen like sausage. But um, okay. So I named I I have ten. Is that too many?
0: No, that's not too many. Oh, I actually think I
1: have 11. Okay. Um, First one, The Holiday and Parking Lot in Boise. Uh, I'll (laughs) say, I'll I'll also end it with if it was a good cry or a bad cry.
0: Okay, great. Uh, I think
1: that was a bad cry. Uh, Sounds pretty bleak. Epcot.
0: Oh, I mean, how could you not?
1: That was a good cry. Okay. Uh, Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Mm. Bad cry. Good oh,
0: I was hoping that was going to be a good one.
1: Oh, no. The Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Okay. Which one of you? Wait. Is one of you in L.A.? I
0: used to live in L.A. Chandler. Me. Okay. So she loves did
1: you ever go to those movie nights that they would do?
0: Honestly, if my best friend is listening, she's going to kick herself because I was too cheap to go. Okay. Was, they were always like 30 to 40 bucks and I was too poor.
1: Yeah. So we we went there and I think that was a bad cry. I wasn't mourning anyone. I was just... were you watching a movie? Yeah, I was watching a movie. I was watching The Wizard of Oz,
0: uh, and it was a bad cry.
1: Yeah, I think I might have been in a fight with someone.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. Um,
1: our the next one's Arby's. That was uh, election twenty sixteen. <laughs> uh, I've cried in I've cried in oh. a lot of walk. Have either of you worked in food? Yes, oh yeah, both. Okay. Yeah, we're okay. both
0: servers. Yeah.
1: Okay, so I've cried in a lot of walk-in freezers. That was normally oh. where where I would cry. Because- I just have oh, the yeah. chills. Because it would freeze your tears right away. So you usually could get away with it. So I would cry in those a lot. Um, have any, you ever
0: cried in the dish pit? Sorry.
1: I haven't ever cried in the dish pit
0: okay
2: too that's sweaty. a pretty low place to cry yeah, honestly, yeah that a classic place. to be honest with you the the free the walk-in freezer was always where like i always thought like maybe like a hot encounter would happen with one of my like <laughs> hot co-servers
0: nothing sure. ever did, but,
1: but, but anyway. then you worked at a restaurant and you were like oh everyone here is on meth um <laughs> so,
0: so, so, and you're like non-slip, totally. non-slip yeah. too. <laughs>
1: any got any like okay these have like different names but i call them gondolas the things that go up the side of a mountain but I know oh, some people like, call it like funicular? funicular. Yeah, something like that. Those always make me good cry. I love those. Oh, I
0: love yeah. that.
1: Um, most every airplane bathroom I've ever been on, I've cried bad. <laughs> those are bad cries. Those are all bad <laughs> cries. I like to christen every plane with my tears. Uh, every. It's a mild cry club. I've cried at a Hobby Lobby multiple times. Which bad location. Cry. Probably American Fork, and I'm. Okay. That, it might have just been the location. <laughs> But I hate Hobby Lobby. I hate Hobby Lobby.
2: Why do we enter Hobby Lobby, Maddie? If we hate it so much, because
1: my mom's like a decorator gal and oh, she loves okay. it. Yeah, I know um, more. Like no more. Like Hobby Lobby,
0: yeah. Lobby over Michaels.
1: Well, I sh- I'm pretty sure Hobby Lobby is homophobic, so we should probably all shift our business to Michaels.
0: <laughs> Good to know. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um. Zara. The Zara dressing room bad cry. Oh, I
0: mean yeah Oh, yeah. Like, yeah think, you
1: yeah. haven't cried in a, Zara, in a Zara dressing room
0: like you, you I don't understand me there have been multiple times where I've been on my back putting on a pair of jeans in a Zara dressing room for better or for worse and yeah the tears have come
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay lots of Zara dressing rooms uh midnight movie of Harry Potter six
0: <sighs>
1: bad cry oh sad cry i think i was scared i think i was scared because i was probably like 15 or something which is obviously a normal age to get scared of harry potter (laughs) um and then my most probably my most iconic cry if you will um matt and i had just started dating not even dating we were just like kissing and whatever you know like that that phase of it
0: yeah yeah love it
1: and we had we had driven up to park city and we had snuck into I think it uh like one of the maybe like the Saint Regis or something fancy. We snuck into their hot tub. And I have so I love my dad. I like have a really close relationship with my dad and Matt and I were had were like so we snuck into this hot tub. That dad detail will come back just in case you're wondering why I said okay. that. Okay. <laughs> I'm like by the way, I love my dad. So uh Matt and I were in the hot tub and fully fully started crying right away because I was like I really don't want to get a serious boyfriend. And then my dad will think I don't need him anymore. And he's not going to get my oil changed for me. And <laughs> oh, he's not going oh to. And bald for like probably 30 minutes. We had just started dating. And I was crying about that too mad. And Matt was like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on here? And I was like, I just really don't want my dad to feel like I'm growing up too fast. And uh, yeah, that was that's my most iconic.
2: That is touching. I'm just I,
0: I have nothing even funny to say. It's just lovely. I honestly feel like you had like have like a Dennis Quaid dad like in Parent Trap.
1: That is mm-hmm. so, because I swear, swear on my life, my parents are Dennis, Qua- Dennis Quaid. My dad is Dennis Quaid. <laughs> oh my no, well, here's no. the thing my, dad, my dad's a retired uh, professional baseball player. I grew up thinking that the rookie with Dennis Quaid, I thought that was about my dad. <laughs> like, that's not a joke. I genuinely thought that was about my dad. <laughs> so sweet. And then in Parent Trap, my mom is like, has like, natasha richardson energy exactly my
0: soul. oh my
2: gosh Yeah. So. wow what a regal lineage
1: <laughs> yeah so when they i'll send you guys a pic because they like they have dale and nancy energy for sure
2: oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah. incredible not not to be confused with dale and claire energy
1: not to be confused with that please no okay so we're 56 minutes in and we got two questions down so what's next
0: Uh, i selfishly i want to know like i want to pick your brain more about housewives
1: oh yeah tell me tell me tell me
0: um okay so like i guess really well we already went over salt so let's not let's let's move on um i want to hear your all-star cast
1: okay so i I really am only like deeply invested in Beverly Hills and New York which I know is are not, they're not are the, the best. They're, I mean I hear a lot of good things about Potomac mm-hmm. like I know yeah, a lot same. of people love Potomac uh, my friend Jordan is like my, my housewife's savant like she knows every detail about everything and she also loves New Jersey but I got into Beverly Hills and New York just because I knew the women before like I knew who Bethany Frankel was before I knew who Kyle Richards was before like so I wanted to watch that so if I were to go off my my personal all-star cast how, mm. how many is that S- five mean,
0: five six I mean I'm, I'm trying to think of if everyone's holding something and you're standing in a v-shape that's about five to six about five or six yeah.
1: yeah um well I'm going I love I mean Bethany is gonna definitely be on mine and right. same with Erica Jane um and let's see let me let me go through here let's see Erica Bethany I feel like I actually might choose Kyle. Maybe that's an oh, unpopular opinion. Yeah, but okay. I have always liked her. Is that not good? How are we feeling about do me you now?
0: Just, do you just like Mauricio, and that's why you like Kyle?
1: I have a lot of a lot of feelings for Mauricio. Yeah, uh-huh. I do. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Not
0: nearby.
2: Can't share him. No, <laughs> Can't he's share him freely.
1: He's nearby, and he knows this. And, he, <laughs> okay. and he's like, I get it. I absolutely get it. Yeah. Okay. Let me keep thinking. Hmm.
2: I would say I'm just going to respond to your Kyle thing. Yeah. I think Kyle is fun to watch. I think she's beautiful and fine to totally fine to watch, but she's not super com- like go back we're going back to like the word of the day, I guess, but she's not super compelling to me. Like I want to watch Erica Jane. I want to watch Bethany. They command the screen for me. Kyle's like the like the the narrator to me.
1: Totally. And I think I maybe would choose Dorinda. Ugh. Yeah. I think Dorinda would be on there and i don't know maybe dorit after this last season i love dorit um i'm not an lvp girl i do not like lvp is that offensive yeah.
0: no We both, okay. like. yeah okay because i
1: okay i actually like really
2: really really don't like her <laughs> do, you, do you think she's the master manipulator that people think she is
1: i don't know and maybe don't care enough about her like i don't find oh, her wow. cool or interesting at all
2: Oh like, I don't, like, I, I don't Disney like the,
1: before. yeah, like, I don't like the concept of her thinking that she's, like, ultra chic and classy because she's British. <laughs> oh,
2: yes. <laughs> I, mean, you know? I mean, but she wears like, a lot of jewel tones, so. know yeah, she wears
1: platform. a lot of jewel tones in, like, that, in, like, the material that's made out of, like, a 2007 prom dress, you know, that, like, <laughs> changes, that, like, changes shades in the light.
0: Honestly. Like, that's,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Her what husband. What is
0: that Like, a- yeah Dunstall.
1: exactly yeah it's a lot of her, i don't there. like Ken. i'm just not i'm not here for any of that
0: i would not live in i mean i would live anywhere if someone paid me but like via rosa via rosa or i don't even know if i'm Villa saying it via is more authentic <laughs> uh i i don't like the way her house is decorated i'm gonna say that yeah. i like i honestly it. oh
1: i'm trying to think Do you, how where are you guys at on rinna uh <sighs>
2: I, um, think I, like,
0: like I think she's like a lot i think she's so good to watch yeah. she's i know great to watch. she's morally bankrupt
1: oh 100 percent with the perfect housewife great on tv morally bankrupt exactly mm-hmm. yeah no she never ceases to amaze me and i feel like she has the whole housewife system down like more than more so than maybe anybody else like she just plays it every single day and i'm like i get it she's all about making money which is you know
0: I mean, do you – sorry, random tangential question. Do you believe that, like, she's into – like, Scott Disick dating Amelia – I think
1: I think she is so horny for it I think she (laughs) loves it she has never wanted anything more than to be Yolanda Hadid or Kris Jenner right like she loves nothing more than that uh thing I just said nothing more twice whatever uh but she like when Yolanda was still on and she was like did you see that somebody told me that Amelia and Delilah are the next Gigi and Bella like she loves it she loves it so much she's never been more excited
0: Truly. I mean, can
2: we just say for the record that I'm just f- willing to put this out there, recorded? Amelia and Delilah Bell are never Amelia Gray and Delilah Bell are never going to be the next Gigi and Bella Hadid. It's just not happening, Diane. No, and <laughs> also
1: uh Scott Disick is a predator.
2: Yes. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Okay.
1: I just want to make Ch- sure we're all on the same page.
2: Yeah. No, we are. Wait. Okay. I have a, a weird segue. Interesting question. Did you see Dorinda's daughter's
0: video? Oh, that no. Just
2: came out? <gasps> no. Oh,
0: Maddie, okay. you'll die. Yeah. I, Lauren, we haven't even talked about this. Wait, what's her name again? Hannah. I used Hannah. to follow her. Dorinda posted it. Um, and go it's going basically. To it right now. Yeah, go it's to my right Dorinda's now. It's IGTV. It says, like, my beautiful Hannah.
1: Oh, gosh, that's never a good start. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me dig into I've... this.
0: It's so bad. Hannah, Hannah
1: she... that reminds me so much of that lady who started that fake blood test com- <gasps> company. Oh my gosh. Oh, she, she does. Old.
0: Oh, I literally have chills on my face. That is, she deleted it. <laughs> oh, here. it's gone. No.
1: It Wait, can you find it? Yeah, I see it. It says my beautiful Hannah.
0: And is she oh, like, it is there? She's standing okay. in front of a camera in some like terribly lit room.
1: Yeah, and she's in like a uh, turtleneck?
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it on, on, my, part, on my own yeah. time.
0: Yeah, do I spoil it? Can I? You're, oh, on, yeah. our time. you're on our time. Now. Spoil Basically, it. Basically, she gives this like strange tip for how to like wear a tight, like a, a, a like a, a piece of hosiery as a legging, and in order to not have your butt show through, like sh- she cuts a tank top and puts it like over her hips, and she's like looking at her body in the video, and she's a very very thin woman, and she goes, yeah. you know, you see, I'm quite a bit hippie. Um, so this is why I like to do this. And then she has a very interesting way of speaking. And then she literally <laughs> she goes off about having her own thigh gap for probably two minutes. I have this, and she, how gorgeous! she says, it I, I have this gorgeous thigh gap. Yeah. Oh, you do
1: you guys, do you guys not, do not do that? Cause I do that. <laughs> I actually do that. I mean, I maybe I
2: think if I had
0: everybody... a thigh gap, I would, but <laughs> yeah. I don't. It, no, I don't. Yeah.
1: I, I yeah. Oh, wow. I can't. I need to, to add it to my do.
0: affirmations. Clearly.
2: I know and it's like I guess there is a part of it that's just like self-love I guess but it's also it's just such a weird thing to be like and I have this gorgeous I like I don't know there's like a thigh gap is something that we shouldn't aspire to so to be like oh I have this stunning thigh gap I'm so real thin right now so I'm wearing this
1: I'm always so confused by thigh gaps because I'm like isn't that like your isn't it doesn't it depend on like how your skeleton is shaped yes yes totally my skeleton doesn't look like that
0: No, It it
1: doesn't. So when people are like really proud of it, I'm like, wait, that's like me being like really proud of like the way my knees look. Like, isn't that (laughs) just your bones? Maybe I'm stupid, which I usually am. Usually the answer to things is Maddie's just as stupid.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, Lauren and I both have entries to the Dum Dum Club, by the way.
1: Give them to me. Yeah,
0: we do. Okay,
1: give them to me. I love it.
2: Mine are pretty – like. I don't know. I don't know if you'll find these to be that compelling, but mine are I didn't really realize that the word afternoon meant after twelve o'clock until I, I was this like, one
1: today. Wait, did you email me this today?
0: No. Oh, somebody I
1: submitted this exact one to me like two hours ago.
0: Oh my gosh. Learn you're never the thing about
1: the dumb, dumb club, you're never alone. You're never yeah. alone. That's all I rarely, I mean, I love it when I do get one that I haven't heard before, but the majority of them are what sure. pe- a lot of people feel the s- same way about it.
2: Oh, that makes me feel better. Lauren, you yeah. can find your tribe out there, yeah.
1: You know, your vibe, attra- your vibe attracts your tribe,
2: as it's- they oh, say. My that's my favorite video. I that's one of my favorite videos because it's just so perfect. What and video, Maddie even. Your video talking about Instagram <laughs> captions. My video. And like, yes. Oh. And like, it's so funny and it's so true it's like take me back this guy like I want (laughs) to expel those phrases from the human English language yeah and you want to know you want to know
1: the worst part about that is that like I think about that video this is where I get really mad at my feminist self because I think about that video and I'm like all I can think about is how much I hate how my hair looks and I'm like oh my god I know and isn't that so stupid when I catch myself saying those things I'm like the man is winning guys
2: yeah no that's a good way to look at it that's a good way to look at it Mm -hmm. if you saw me today you would know that the man uh was losing
1: (laughs) we love to see the man lose yes we do the the
2: amount the amount
1: of time i spend like hating straight white men while being married to one (laughs) is alarming but he grabs his pitchfork with me which i like
0: uh, that's good yeah
1: but okay what were we talking about
0: oh i guess i can okay this is my entry yeah, i yeah, hope yeah. i'm not alone in this but i don't know it's 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 fairly obscure okay um until the age of probably i think i was 15 when this dawned on me and it was like right around the time where i was starting to learn to drive mm-hmm. um i didn't realize that like freeway exits were denoting the road you were getting off on i thought those two things were completely <laughs> disconnected totally um, and then I realized it as I began driving. I was like, oh my gosh, that is so smart that you're literally getting off on the street that you're getting off on. No,
1: that totally, I mean, why would you know that before you were driving?
0: <laughs> and you wouldn't, you literally wouldn't. Thank you. Yeah, you're- no,
1: I, any, people always like give me a, a pre, a pre, what's the word I'm looking for? Preamble. Preamble of like, I know this is stupid. And I'm like, I can guarantee you, I will find a way to be like, <laughs> yes, that makes sense why you thought that. That absolutely seen- makes sense
0: and validated I am voting you at the end of this
1: (laughs) yes please do please do I require that for any time I speak no I Um, have loved the the dum-dum club so much and it's made me so much more comfortable I mean on a on a less silly level it has made me so comfortable just not knowing stuff and i think that comes back to like the gray area is that i'm so fine being wrong and it's improved every part of my life my marriage like i don't care when i'm wrong at all like if if i lose an argument or if matt says something to like prove me wrong i'm like yeah totally like that (laughs)
2: like
1: i don't even care anymore
2: You and Chandler are really good people. <laughs> Unfortunately, I really like to be right, and it's something I'm working on well, as a human. No,
1: and it's definitely it takes work, and it takes like, uh, yeah, I don't really know what it takes, but uh, Laura cool yeah, you'll,
0: you'll, you'll get there. And honestly, you know, you know, Chandler's like one of these fine. really
2: infuriating people to fight with because essentially like while you're trying to make your get your point across she's like being so nice and loving that it's like she just makes you feel bad for like arguing at all but then you still want to be right about this anyway
1: totally no totally dark you're the worst Chandler I'm I'm
0: working on it I'm gonna try and be better every day
1: yeah I need you to be meaner
0: (laughs) honestly
2: immediately Okay, speaking of being mean, mm-hmm. top five worst housewives. We know you don't like LVP. I hate LVP. Who I else?
1: hate Teddy. I hate Sutton. Ugh,
2: I hate Teddy, I too. Would, I oh, would, I hate
1: oh, I would kick Sutton in the face. I would, <laughs> no, I hate Sutton. I find her so, like, like...
2: Kick her in the face. I love it. Oh,
1: like, there's something about her that, like, I just... I find her so off-putting. Like, and not... Like sometimes, sometimes housewives are. I find Ramona off putting in a fun way. Yes, like, I was just. I, that. I find Sutton off putting in like, like in a very annoying way. I don't really like her at all.
0: Like I want to people watch Ramona all day for her like absurdity, mm-hmm. but like Sutton, there's something about Sutton's like hoity-toity like behavior that I'm. Yeah, I agree. I would yeah. also kick her. Yeah,
1: and with uh, oh, what was I gonna say about um. Oh, my gosh. Why did I totally? Oh, about Ramona. Ramona's brand of crazy is getting a little bit old for me. Like, it's just so repetitive every season. It's always the same spiel. And it's insanity Mm -hmm. all the time. But I'm like, okay, we've seen the same insanity for like eight seasons.
2: You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's
1: kind of where I'm at on her.
2: Did you feel this way about Sutton after the first episode or did you like her the first episode?
1: I did not like her from the first episode oh, and everybody, beginning. yeah, and people were like, I think she's getting better. And I'm like, no, I really don't like her. I don't know. Am I, why are you guys being quiet?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Sutton is actually um, our first cousin. You're <laughs> like,
1: Stan, Sutton's here to join us.
0: <laughs> well, come on, Sutton. I would love that. No. I honestly just don't remember. I remember feeling like she was just kind of like a B-roll, like, cast member. Like, she mm-hmm. was super important to me, so I didn't have any major feelings towards her. Whereas Teddy, I ship that. I do not like her at all. I think her program, her business is BS. Oh, everything about I hate Teddy
1: it. is two thumbs way down. Yeah. And you know who else gets two thumbs way down is freaking Camille. I hate Camille.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. You're yes. going after like More, wait, learn. do you guys yeah.
1: like Camille? Camille's the Camille. worst.
2: I love Camille. Oh I, I wish just I think did. That... I'm so sorry. No no I I here Okay, back to the C word of the day, but I do find Camille compelling. I do like watching her. She's kind of like a Ramona to me in so much that she is somewhat offensive, but I don't know. There's just something I like watching. She has that je ne sais quoi quality, whereas Teddy is so boring to me. So boring in oh, every Teddy way.
1: Teddy is so, so so boring. Nothing, There's nothing interesting her husband's hair fills oh. me with a rage I cannot <laughs> describe those stupid shaved sides
0: wait okay hold on now I have to now I have to ask if you ship Eileen Davidson I don't
1: I do actually you remember her no I do remember her but you said that and I didn't I didn't have any sort of feelings about her okay I'm, yeah. a,
0: I'm like an Eileen stand, but I think that could just be me
1: yeah, no, I don't remember not liking her. I think I like her. Uh, I feel the same way about Denise. Like, okay. didn't yeah. Denise like really did nothing for me. Like, I.
0: What about yeah. her ragey husband? Or sorry, yeah, husband, right? Or boyfriend.
1: Nobody, nobody defines the type of man I hate <laughs> quite like Aaron Watts is nuts. I hate, I, mean- I hate that guy so so much like he he, first of all first of all he is absolutely loony he thinks loony yeah no he's the type that like thinks that there's like a like a mini microchip in the vaccine yeah yeah and he thinks that he's smarter than everybody how about when they're walking out of the party (sighs) and aaron's like i'm going to crush your effing hand i'm like (sighs) oh good that's at least you only say that on camera
0: honestly like, he's terrifying like oh, after I that him. i was like okay i'm am i don't like at first when i first met their relationship we all thought he was hot yeah I thought, was he, well, I thought he was hot I'm, I'm gonna be honest i did think he was attractive and i thought oh here's this sweet man maybe he runs some sort of holistic bs but whatever you know he's coming to denise's life and he treats her well when i saw that scene my opinion completely changed and i was like oh this guy is like some manipulative freak who's wiggled his way into her malibu you know shack cottage yeah. whatever her <laughs> malibu
2: like multi million dollar yeah yes. whatever
0: um her, you know her M- malibu duplex and yeah i i don't i don't stand by it yeah He's like, and i talks about 5g too much for my life
1: yeah <laughs> and with uh with denise i'm like very confused uh, this is i know i really like garcelle I think, oh, she's a, yes. I think she's a great addition i think she's like cool but uh denise i like i'm so confused like why she went the holier than thou way like she's Denise Richards, like why that was the storyline she chose to be like mad at the sex talk and about all of that. Like that was weird. Like I'm like, it's so obviously not real.
0: Right. When Yeah.
1: I mean, well, in obvi- I mean, so much of it actually... is obviously not real, but
2: Maddie, that was real. She was like devastated that she was outed as like having uh, an affair with or as having hooked up with Brandy for sure.
1: I don't know. Do you really think that?
2: Did you watch her facial expressions at that dinner in Rome? Like I still have the chills. But like
1: what a I mean she's absolutely lying, right? I mean they absolutely yeah, hooked she, up.
2: No, she's lying. So the drama is real though that like she doesn't want it to be found out.
1: Well, and I honestly think that's cuz she's scared of Aaron.
0: Yeah, Interesting. I think she's scared
1: of Aaron and like yeah. I'm so am I.
0: Yeah, I don't blame her. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I
1: don't blame her at all, but I guess okay. was it or was it earlier uh, or was it the season before? Am I that twisted that i'm thinking about when they were talking about uh like threesomes at the barbecue was that the same no, season that,
0: that was the same season that was early okay on, right? yeah. yeah that was the same season
1: when yeah. she was like when that when she was getting mad at erica for like talking about it and i'm like you have w- how is this what you're going with right like, like how is that what you're going to be mad at
0: you're like on a daytime soap opera
1: well and she has like she's like the most graphic sex scene in all of hollywood <laughs> and the movie's like that pg-13 too. <laughs> like her kids have definitely seen it,
2: um and you kind of just think that Aaron like wouldn't care, like he yeah. would be like 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 living LA culture, like oh you had no a few last- that
1: dude's fragile. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Your hot takes on Aaron, I think, are becoming my like new favorite. No thing. seriously, I, think you I mean, how
1: fragile, how fragile do you have to be to act like that? Like that is not somebody who is like uh, he's questioning his sexuality, maybe I don't know, I but mean, he's not secure
0: the electromagnetic it- like machines and crystals are like he under his brain <laughs> oh, yeah. people follow him people are following him in his car remember Yeah, oh, yeah of
1: course they know they know that he knows how to right solve the government
2: cancer. he seems i find it highly suspicious that he targets women of the same like acting caliber and wealth category like nicolette sheridan and denise richards like literally there could not be two closer people together right, yeah
0: who's sheridan i don't know how that is
1: all i know is that she was married to harry hamlin yeah, oh. she was weird
0: and she was in desperate. Harry house Hamlin. Sorry, <laughs> uh.
2: Harry freaking Hamlin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do a McDonald's. So do bubble. you think
0: they're together? Who Harry and Rena? Sorry, we're, we're all over the place. Oh, oh yeah, not wait. Do we
1: not, do people think they're not? Yes, there's a oh, lot of Yeah, speculation. that's a whole
0: conspiracy theory. Okay, do you follow Dumois? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I feel like I've seen it on Dumois and maybe a few other places that like they don't live together.
1: Oh, really? I mean that wouldn't surprise me like in any way. Yeah. But they seem to like get along.
0: Yeah. They seem to like pitter patter around each other. Yeah.
1: And like maybe they're just like casually married. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe sure. they're like, oh, we have kids together, like let's be married, but like let's live our lives. Right. Which would right. not surprise me.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. There was just an there was just an interesting scene with Rinna and Harry mm-hmm. and Hamlin. I- I can't just say his first name, but um, with Brynna and Harry Hamlin, they were sitting out on the, like, like she was talking to him on the stoop and she of her house, like, on the stairs to go up into, like, the entrance to the house outside, and she remarked on his new car, like, oh, you got a new car, and then he was talking about the fact that, like, the girls were going to come visit him
1: that's what was mm. yeah. yeah that uh that wouldn't surprise me i mean they seem very independent of each other like it seems like when they see each other they're like just like hey what's up we live together i guess right um so that
0: i mean that makes a lot of sense i think he goes away for a long time to film yeah. because he's an actor i guess that's how actors
2: work
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but i uh i mean i find them i i like them
2: yeah um chandler had on here on our outline and i would love to know it if you if you thought about it, yeah. do you have and this is an, a hard left turn. Yeah. Um, so you know, buckle your seatbelts audience. Okay. But do but you is have being held on to? <laughs> Excellent. Do you have any uh dating advice for young daters on the Wasatch front? I keep seeing it and I keep wanting to ask it.
1: Oh, okay. Let me um let me contemplate this a little bit. Do I have any dating advice? I mean, my first instinct is no. But my second instinct is <laughs> okay well date date longer i would say Uh um i mean that's maybe an obvious one but what i i mean if i look back on my like younger self and i were to to give her give her some sage advice uh i just i didn't know that it was okay if my life looked different than the people around me like i Mm. just didn't i wasn't even aware of that at all Like, I thought that if I deviated from what my friends were doing or what my friends were wanting, you know, the types of lives my friends wanted to have and the people they wanted to date. And I thought that if I if I, like, did not do that exactly, then then I would not end up happy and I would be really upset at not making those decisions. So I wish I would have taken the time to explore a lot of different life paths. And I wish when I was single, I wouldn't have worried about dating and I would have just done as much as I could have. I wish I would have done every like internship, every class, every opportunity that came my way but I was like I was 19 and I was so stressed about getting married so stressed that I would be like well what if I take that job and I have to drive far away and then I can't get home early enough and then I can't hang out with people and I just feel like I missed out on a lot because I was so I had had one focus and it was to get married as as ASAP as possible (laughs) you know so yeah it's yeah. just such a like free time. I mean, right now I'm like, I try and learn about comedy. I try and watch stuff and write. And I'm like, I had seven years of like single life to do that. And I I wish I would have just taken that time to not worry about dating. So my dating advice is don't date. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: like it. And don't worry about dating. It's like life is long, you know? You will find I, the person yeah. when you're supposed to find them.
1: It's so long. It'll it'll work out. It, you'll find them. It'll work out. And it'll be great. And, the like, it's not going to happen quicker, and it's definitely not going to happen, like, in a, uh, what am I trying to say? It's not going to be a better relationship if you hold yourself back to wait for it, you know? Like, I used to think that if I held myself right, back, totally. I would find a relationship quicker, it'd be better, we could start our life, blah, blah, blah. And I wish I would have, like, expanded a million different ways.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That'll be another, yeah. that's another uh, 175, if you want to send that for
0: from, from my I was going to say I'm like wow. do I even need to read Untamed anymore like,
1: <laughs> like am I Glennon Doyle maybe I'm okay, yeah. I mean in.
2: this has been a wisdom packed episode yeah. and an expensive episode for one of the <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever.
1: Pay- whatever. Like plants.
2: thank you so much for coming on Magic. oh my gosh really, I hope I did not incredible. just like
1: ramble your guys's no. face I was really nervous I find you guys very 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 cool
0: Oh, my gosh. No, I really um, do. I, mean,
1: I love what you're doing. I want you to help me set up a Patreon. Also, let's hang out in real life. Yes.
0: Yes, let's do no. it. I would love it. Yes. yes. Love it. We're obsessed with you, truly. This was really, really fun. I'm used no. to just only talking to Lauren. so
1: This this is a match made in heaven. Let's do it again. <laughs>
2: truly. Oh, I would love that. Um, yeah. And honestly, like, yeah, this was just excellent. Thank you so, so much.
1: Of course. Of course. Okay, wait. So, wait, are you, do you stop recording and not? it hangs up? Or can you stop and then we don't hang up?
2: No, we don't hang up. So Okay, cool. Let, so should we bid adieu to our listeners? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Bye, listeners. Bye. Bye. That's all for now, folks. Don't forget, give us a five-star review. Hit us up on Instagram at Apologists, And we will see you next week, live every Wednesday.